0: Because you have your limiting beliefs that block you from the ideas and the intuition and the inspiration that could very well create that quantum leap in your results, someone else's outside perspective can help you see things that you would have missed. And that is the power of the mastermind. Welcome. You're listening to the Reprogram Your Mind podcast, and I'm your host, Todd L. Bowerly. You think between 60 and 70,000 thoughts a day... 98% of your life is controlled by habit. If you want to change your life, you have to start by changing how you think. think. When you change you, everything in life changes. If we can see it in our mind, we can hold it in our hand. Welcome back to the Reprogram Your Mind podcast. My name is Todd Bowerly, and I'm a coach working with people around the world to help them think differently about themselves, their opportunities, and their lives so they can change their lives and today we're going to be in episode 18 of this podcast which is really incredible and we're coming close to what's going to be the end of season 1 here. Today we are going to talk about the power of the mastermind. This is an impo- this is a powerful principle that when you learn to live it will absolutely directly create a quantum leap in your results. We've talked a lot about your mind about how it works. You have a conscious mind, you have a subconscious mind, you are programmed to live the life that you're living. And that programming is in your subconscious. And it blocks you from your progress. It tells you you're not good enough. It tells you that there are challenges that can't be overcome. It tells you that you're not worthy. It tells you that money's evil or that whatever it is, your voice tells you to stop you from taking action and living the life that you really want to, chances are it's a program. And that program limits us. It limits our creativity. It limits our our imagination. It limits our problem-solving and solutions. In his incredibly powerful book, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill devoted an entire chapter to the principle of the power of the mastermind to help us overcome our limiting beliefs, to help us overcome our blind spots. The idea being this, when you coordinate in a spirit of harmony with like-minded people who are on the same frequency... Those people can help you collaborate on ideas and solutions, refine these principles, help you live them better, give you different ideas, give you inspiration, motivation, help hold you accountable, help you become persistent so that you can reach and achieve your goals. That's really what the purpose of the mastermind is. Now, we've heard a lot about mastermind. In fact, it seems like everybody has their own mastermind group, and some people charge for mastermind groups, and some people have uh, study clubs where they get together and and study the same material, study the same book, and they call it a mastermind, and that is not what a mastermind is. A mastermind is a very, very specific tool that is to be used in the accomplishment of your goal and to help you think differently. Today, I want to talk about what that principle is, how it works, describe how you should be able to hold and conduct a mastermind meeting so that you can reach your goals. From chapter 10 in Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill has written this. Power is essential for success in the accumulation of money. Plans are inert and useless without sufficient power to translate them into action. And that's really one of the biggest things that people are lacking when they're trying to reprogram their mind. They're lacking power. They're being disconnected from their personal power. So a mastermind helps people connect with that power. Let me continue reading. Power may be defined as organized and intelligently directed knowledge. Power, as the term is used here, refers to organized effort sufficient to enable an individual to transmute desire into its monetary equivalent. These are probably some of the most important words that Napoleon Hill wrote. In order for you to gain power in your life, to create the results and achieve the goal that you want, you must have the right knowledge. You've got to have the right information that needs to be organized and intelligently directed. Everything I've shared in my podcast over the last 18 plus episodes has all been that knowledge. It is organized, it is intelligently directed, but it's different than a coaching program. I certainly believe that if you listen to this podcast over and over again, it's going to help you, but the application of these ideas to actually create a quantum leap in your results requires a systematic scientific study and approach to this material. And a mastermind works like that. He also says here, power is required for the accumulation of money. Power is necessary for the retention of money after it has been accumulated. And he goes in to describe three sources of knowledge, right? If you need knowledge organized and intelligently directed, where do you get that knowledge from? He says there's three sources, and this is key to the mastermind. So Stick with me and you'll see how all these pieces fit together. One of the sources is accumulated experience, meaning that throughout your life, you're going to have events and circumstances and situations that happen and you're going to learn from it. You're going to go to school. You're going to learn things from school. You're going to take classes or courses. You're going to learn things there. You're going to learn things from just being in the world and trying to do your best or trying to reach your goal. You're going to learn from other people. That accumulated experience has value, It's also documented in books and in videos, seminars, all of these things. My podcast here is, in essence, a collection of accumulated experience. It's knowledge that I've acquired through my experience that I have used to reach quantum leaps and helping me multiply my income. Okay, so that's the first source of knowledge, and you need knowledge to have power. The second one that he mentions here is experimentation and research means... Why don't you try this idea and see how it works? Or why don't you study and read all of the accounts of the accumulated knowledge from other people and then put it into action? Just do your best. Just experiment with it and see what happens. That's another way that you can get this knowledge and turn it into power. And the mastermind uses both of these origins of power. The mastermind relies on the accumulated experience of everybody that is in the group to generate ideas so that you can experiment with them, put them into application and see what happens. And then improve or refine that action based on the results of that experiment. So a mastermind gets you knowledge from other sources than what you have. But there's a far more important source of knowledge that the power of the mastermind taps into. This last source of power Is infinite intelligence. So he talks about in another chapter here how your brain is wired, that your brain is wired to send off signals and interpret signals signals and frequencies from the ether. Basically, he's saying you can be inspired by other thoughts. You can be inspired by someone else's thoughts and you can pick them up. He's talking about the sixth sense. He's talking about some some really out there concepts in 1937 that have become far more common today to talk about. He's talking about having a download of info, of information, personal revelation, inspiration that combined with the use of your creative imagination, the ability that you have to form pictures in your mind causes you to be inspired by infinite intelligence. Now, what does he mean by infinite intelligence? We're talking about God, we're talking about spirit, we're talking about the universe, we're talking about the formless substance that Wallace Waddles writes about in The Science of Getting Rich. We're talking about a power greater than ourselves, something that is within us and something we are connected to, infant intelligence. Well, what in the heck does that mean with a mastermind? A mastermind group is a group of people that collaborate in a spirit of harmony, meaning in a high vibe, in a spirit of potential and possibility and power and collaborate together on ideas and help shape them so that other people can succeed. The most important part of the power of the mastermind is the harmony, the harmony that you find yourself in. Now you might have people that you go to for opinions and advice about things. Are they in harmony with your ideas? Are they thinking the way that you want to be thinking? If you want to be an entrepreneur and start a business, probably the last person you should talk to is your mom or your dad who worked in corporate their entire life, who never started a business, right? We have to consider the source of that information. When you go to get someone's opinion, you're really going to get their conditioned response, from all of their life, all of their experience, every, everything that's ever happened to them, and their opinion is nothing more than opinion. It has nothing to do with fact, nothing to do with your potential, nothing to do with your ability to reach your goal. This is where we have uh, this, this age-old t- tale. We see it in movies, right? The kid wants to be an actor or an artist, and the, the dad says no, or the mom says no, you're going to go be a doctor or a lawyer or something like that. Why? Because that's how they were programmed and conditioned and they grew up to believe that they're going to give their kids better opportunity and that opportunity means higher education. So you're not going to waste your life and be an artist. No, you should go get a practical, sensible, realistic job. So be careful who you get advice from. The people you want in a mastermind group are working towards similar goals. Let's say they're all trying to multiply their income or everybody's trying to quit their nine to five job and move into owning their own business. Or if that describes you, maybe you want to be in a mastermind with other people who have already made that jump into being an entrepreneur. In fact, the best people to mastermind with are people that are where you wish to be, because they're going to be operating from a different level of thinking. Their thinking is going to be in harmony or in the same frequency as your thinking needs to be or can be over time in reprogramming. I think it makes sense. You get advice from people who are already doing what you want to be doing. That makes perfect logical sense, right? There is another phase to this mastermind, this psychic phase, this spiritual phase that is even more important that taps into infinite intelligence. So I'm going to read again directly from Think and Grow Rich. The psychic phase of the mastermind principle is much more abstract, much more difficult to comprehend because it has reference to the spiritual forces with which the human race as a whole is not well acquainted. No two minds ever come together without thereby creating a third, invisible, intangible force, which may be likened to a third mind. When you are thinking in conjunction with another person, your thoughts combine. The energy feeds off each other. You ever done this? You ever done brainstorming? You ever been in a creative session where... You say something and that feeds someone else's idea and that energy is just fantastic. It's highly creative. It's collaborative. It's cooperative. That's the psychic phase of the mastermind. You're creating a third mind. Your mind no longer works alone by itself. It works in conjunction, sharing energy with another mind. Listen to this as he continues, quote, keep in mind the fact that there are only two known elements in the whole universe, energy and matter. Matter. It is a well-known fact that matter may be broken down into units of molecules, atoms, and electrons. There are units of matter which may be isolated, separated, and analyzed. And likewise, there are units of energy. The human mind is a form of energy, part of it being spiritual in nature. In the last episode, we talked about the seven spiritual laws that govern our achievement, our potential, reaching a goal and attracting those new opportunities. And the first and foremost of all those laws is everything is energy and energy moves and flows. It's the perpetual transmutation of energy. You are made up entirely of energy. You're an energetic being. Your mind and how it operates is an energetic force. It sounds crazy when you say it like that, but if you hook up an electroencephalogram to your head, you're gonna be able to interpret the electrical signals that come off of your brain, which is energy. The mind is a form of energy. We just need to stop thinking that this is kind of woo-woo or out there or hippie spiritual nonsense. It's the way it is. Your mind is a form of energy. Thoughts are a form of energy. And you can measure those thoughts. And when two minds work in harmony together, they feed off each other and create that third mind. Listen to this, quote, when the minds of two people are coordinated in a spirit of harmony, the spiritual units of energy of each mind form an affinity which constitutes the psychic phase of the mastermind. There it is. Essentially, if your brain and your mind is designed to receive inspiration in alignment with an idea, it stands to reason the more minds that you have hooked up and coordinated together, the more powerful that mind becomes in pulling down ideas. So if you've ever been in a group where people are contributing ideas and being creative, you'll have an idea and you'll just about to say it and someone else will say the idea at the exact moment. Go, I was just thinking the same thing. What is happening here? what's happening is you guys are in harmony. You're in sync. You're having the same thought. The download from spirit reaches both of you at the same time. And just one is more willing to open their mouth and say something. Or if you've ever been in a group and you've had a question or a class and you're afraid to ask because you feel stupid for asking that question and someone else asks the exact same question, it's because you're thinking on that same frequency if you can harness and focus this energy towards a specific goal towards helping you reach your goal the power of the mastermind magnifies your ability to receive knowledge direct downloads from infinite intelligence and that is powerful therefore this whole chapter is called the power of the mastermind so how is a mastermind supposed to function well, first off, you need a group of people that you know, that you trust, that you can be open and vulnerable with. You're going to be sharing your goals with them. You're going to be sharing your challenges. You're going to be sharing the obstacles that come. And a mastermind's really only going to function if you can be open and trusting and vulnerable with people. So be selective in who you have in your mastermind group. Now, this shouldn't be a rather large group. I don't know. We might have... Th- actually, you only need two people in a mastermind group for it to function, but You can have three, four, and probably up to like five, six, seven, eight people. If you get more than that, then it's really difficult for the mastermind to function on a timely basis because a mastermind should be punctual and should function and flow and operate like a Swiss watch with exactness. A mastermind can be held virtually or it can be held in person, it doesn't really matter. Energy is omnipresent, it's everywhere. So if you're talking with me or you're seeing me or listening to my voice, you're gonna tap into my mind and my energy and my thoughts, just as much as if we're in the exact same room. So you meet together for about an hour, really no more than an hour. People that are goal achievers function differently than most people. Time is, is an extremely important and valuable commodity, so it's not something to be wasted. So there are some masterminds that say, well, we're gonna have a day-long mastermind meeting. That's not a mastermind. They, they might be masterminding, but it's not a mastermind. A mastermind, as my mentor Bob Proctor taught, or as described in Napoleon Hill's book, is really hyper-focused. It's intense. It's designed to come in, get answers and clarity quickly. Because spirit is omnipresent, if we place a demand on inspiration and we expect to be inspired, those answers should be right there. It doesn't take a day or a week long of masterminding to come up with an idea. It just doesn't. So you run it for about an hour. And let's say you had a group of four people masterminding. You would come together and you would divide the time evenly. So out of an hour, each person's gonna have about 15 minutes of time and you're going to want someone that's going to take notes, and you're going to want someone who's going to be a timekeeper to keep things moving. And the more people you have, the less time you have, and the more direct you need to be. But with four people, you're going to have 15 minutes per person. And the one person begins and says, here's my situation, here's my challenge, here's my opportunity, here's the problem that I have, or here's the idea that I'm working on, and this is where I'm stuck, or this is the help that I need. You want that ask to be very specific, right to the point. You don't wanna take 10 minutes describing the problem because the more you talk about the problem, the more the problem's gonna be in everyone's mind. We wanna be short and to the point. And if we spend so much time talking about the problem, we leave no room for the solution. So let's say this person takes about three minutes to talk about the situation, opportunity, obstacle or problem and says, this is the help that I need. Now we have 12 minutes for the other three people To give feedback. So that's like four minutes a person. So everybody takes turns sharing their opinion, sharing the ideas, sharing the solution. And we want to be talking about solutions about how you can implement something different to overcome the challenge or obstacle that you're facing. And at the end of that 12 minutes, we call time and you move to the next person in the group and they repeat the process. They share their problem or their obstacle. And then the other people The other three people give feedback as well. What's interesting is when you look at the amount of time in a mastermind, the majority of your time is spent helping other people with their challenges and problems. Yes, you come to receive help, but you come to give more than receive. In fact, if you come with the spirit of giving, that you're going to serve and you're going to help other people reach their goals by the law of cause and effect, you should expect to receive that same help for yourself. And by the end of the mastermind meeting, everybody makes commitments about what they're going to be doing, about how they're going to be implementing these ideas and solutions and what action they're committed to take so that they can be held accountable for the next meeting. This is a regularly set appointment that might happen once a month with this group of people. You might mastermind 12 times a year. It could be something you do once a week or every other week. Decide amongst the group of people how you want to be masterminding and meet that frequently, hold each other accountable, but help everybody out. When you're able to come to this group, this highly powerful mastermind group, you're going to receive ideas and you're gonna receive energy and support from these people that encourage you to reach your goals, that you can put that energy right into action. And what's really great is how the mastermind uses other people's perception of you, your problems, and opportunities to see things differently. Because you have your limiting beliefs that block you from the ideas and the intuition and the inspiration that could very well create that quantum leap in your results, someone else's outside perspective can help you see things that you would have missed. And that is the power of the mastermind. When two or more minds cooperate in a spirit of harmony, they are empowered to draw down solutions, ideas, and inspiration to help you reach your goals. So I challenge you to find several people that you can collaborate with to form your own mastermind group to come together and share ideas and help one another. The other side to the mastermind is having support. Most of the people in your life are just programmed to live the life that they're living. They go to the nine to five job. They have the same fights with the spouse, eat the same dinners, do the same things. Generally, they're not trying to improve their life. They're not doing anything remarkable. They're not quitting their job and starting a side hustle. They maybe don't believe it's possible to become financially free, but you do. And those people that you're surrounded by, they're not going to be a support for you. In fact, their criticisms are going to be discouraging for you. And the biggest way to deal with people that maybe try to hold you back, try to put you down, maybe actively are trying to be an obstacle for you. The biggest thing you can do with that is find a different group of people that will support you and move you forward. And that's where the mastermind is really powerful. We need to have a strong cheering section, people that have our back, people that are gonna believe in us, people that are, we are going to encourage us to take risks and be there when we succeed and celebrate with us, but also help pick us up after we fall and help dust us off and get us back on our way. And a mastermind is one of the most valuable places of support that you can come to. And our mind needs that. We need that. Our success is not supposed to be just a solitary journey. Our spirituality is. Our spirituality has everything to do with ourselves inside and our own connection to the divine. But our success, we only become more successful, more happy, more wealthy if we are helping other people become happier and wealthy. If we're contributing to the the law of increasing life for everybody, then you're going to get what you give. So you need to be able to help other people out and have other people help you. We're not supposed to succeed in a vacuum. In fact, most of the time, it's people that are the very connection that we need between where we're at and where we're going. We need new people to come into our circle. Um, If you're running a business, you're going to need customers and clients, or you're going to need employees. You're going to need a marketing team. You're going to need a sales team. You're going to need all of these other people. We're not supposed to do it in a vacuum. And the best way to start opening ourselves up and being vulnerable with other people is in a mastermind group. So I wanna encourage you to find a mastermind group that you can, you can get together with and help each other move forward on their goals. But make sure they're serious. Make sure they're committed and serious because otherwise their opinions might influence you, might unintentionally hold you back. Only mastermind with committed people. I've mentioned before several times throughout this podcast the idea of attraction. And I've mentioned the law of attraction before. In the next episode of the podcast, I want to teach you exactly what the law of attraction is, why we use that term, and how it can help change your life. This isn't something that you use. It's a principle about how life actually works. And when you understand it, you'll realize just how powerful you actually are. Thanks so much for listening. Please like and follow so you never miss an episode of the Reprogram Your Mind podcast. And until next time, remember, we become what we think about and so do you.